The Productive Woman, Episode 155. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Productive Woman. I am excited to share with you my conversation with singer, songwriter, and university instructor, Sephra Schuber. You'll find more information about Sephra, along with links to resources she recommends and the various ways you can connect with her online, all in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 155. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks and Alt-MBA. Alt-MBA, you can check out at altmba.com slash productive woman. This is the great program created by Seth Godin for those who want to increase their leadership and management skills, but are looking for an alternative to a traditional MBA program. Definitely check that out. I'll share a little more about them later. FreshBooks is an online accounting software that is designed for small business owners and entrepreneurs. I use it myself. They're offering you as a productive woman listener, a free 30 day all access trial. So you can put it through its paces, find out how it can make your business run more smoothly and help you get paid faster and, and manage your money better. Uh, you check that out by visiting freshbooks.com slash woman. Uh, FreshBooks is really, it's so easy to use. It's also very powerful. Uh, I never have to wonder how my business finances are doing because everything I need to know is right there. I've linked my bank account and my business credit card to it. So everything gets funneled in there and I can see at a glance what I've spent, who owes me what, what's coming due, um, you know, very quickly can send out reminder invoices or new invoices to new clients um, from even, whether from my computer or even from my smartphone. So it's just an amazing tool lets you track your time. It can keep track of all your, your um, receipts for you. So everything you need to get your taxes done is all right there. It really lets you focus on what you need to get done and help you get back to your work faster. It's a great tool for managing your business finances. I encourage you to try it out and you can do that for 30 days. Uh, try out everything it has to offer as a listener to The Productive Woman, all you have to do is go to freshbooks.com slash woman and enter The Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Uh, I think you're going to love it as much as I do. Let me know what you think. And now let's get right into the conversation with Sephra. I'm really pleased to introduce to The Productive Woman community, Sephra Schuber. Sephra is a singer, a songwriter, a music producer, a student, and a university instructor. So she's got a lot on her plate. She is basically a busy woman, just like the rest of us. And I have really been looking forward to talking with her about how she manages her busy life. So welcome, Sephra. Thank you, Laura. I'm really excited to be on your podcast. Well, I'm delighted that uh, that it worked out for you to be able to be with us. Um, I shared just very briefly some of the 
roles that you play and the things you have going on. Can you maybe just briefly expand on that a little bit and tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, what you're up to these days? Sure. Um, I try to always keep uh, my number one priority is my relationship with God. So that's a big part of my life. And I don't serve with any church in any actual, you know, professional capacity. Um, but I, you know, all my decisions and everything are kind of based around that. So for me, that's a good place to kind of start. Um, I'm also married to an awesome, wonderful man, my best friend. Um and he is a really great balance to me. And we have a little cute puppy, an American Eskimo. And um, and his name is Casio, like the keyboard. <laughs> and uh, so in terms of my professional capacity, I mean, you kind of covered it, but I'll just talk a little more about that stuff. Um, so my husband is also a musician. And together, we do a lot of different things. Um, right now, our primary thing is that we run Schmo Records, which is a little independent record label slash production company. And um, with that, uh, what we primarily do, we produce our own music, but we also produce music for artists who we hear and we think they have a lot of potential and a lot of talent, but they aren't necessarily pursuing. Um, they aren't really they aren't pursuing their music, I guess, in a big way. Like we'll see or hear musicians who are are really talented and we think are great, but haven't had the chance to record or anything like that yet just because they don't have the money or whatever. So sometimes we will take on those artists as we kind of have time and produce a good recording for them. And we have a deal that, that makes it easier for them in terms of uh, finances and stuff. Uh, and so we do that. And in the past, we've done things like write songs for kids for their birthdays and things like that, you know, original songs just for we've done little you know, hip hop kind of songs and R&B kind of songs and uh, kind of Latin music inspired songs. And so we we do that kind of thing together sometimes and um, just finished an album of mine that's coming out soon. And Matt uh, will be working on his music next. And we've got a couple other projects kind of along the line coming up. So we do a lot with that. But um, on top of that, then I'm a full time a university lecturer at the Academy of Contemporary Music at the University of Central Oklahoma, uh, ACM at UCO for short, because that's a mouthful. Um, and there I teach uh, audio engineering classes. I teach performance classes, primarily in voice. And um, I also teach a little bit in the music business department. Um, introduction to the music industry is the main class I teach in, in that area. Um, and so that this will be, I, I believe this will be my sixth year starting here in a few weeks teaching there, but my uh, second or third year full time, I'll have to go back and, and look at that. It may, may only be my second year there full time. But even before that, as an adjunct, I was teaching, you know, a, a pretty hefty load. Um, so I do that. And I love that we have a great program that that I really enjoy our students. And then um on top of that, I'm a, a, I'm a student. I'm studying to get my master's degree in experimental psychology so that I can get a little bit more into um, figuring out uh, what within music and sound 
people can use to help their brains to function a little bit better, help their cognition, um, regulate their moods, things like that. Um, I think that's all. Sorry, that was kind of a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It is a lot. You've got a lot of stuff going on and, and, um, but obviously there's a a through line there of the music uh, that, that's kind of a part of all of it. So interesting life. And, um, I love the photo that you sent to me to use in the show notes for this episode uh, that you said that's from your album cover. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep, I'm a I'm definitely a uh, some people would say weird artist. <laughs> Unique, uh experimental, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Very fun. Well, it's it's always interesting to hear kind of the, the what's going on in the lives of the the people that I talk to and I think it helps set a backdrop for the conversation that we have on this podcast, which is about productivity and and as we define it at the productive woman, productivity is a lot more than just checking things off a to-do list. It's all about making a life that matters as you define it. And so it's helpful to kind of see how you're defining that life that matters for you. Um, So as we get into how you manage to do all those things, I think it's helpful to have a little bit of context for um, the tools, the systems, the, the things that you do based on the kind of life that you have. So if there is such a thing for you as a typical day, what would that look like? Okay, I have about three different types of typical days. (laughs) Um, During the summer, I have a weekday typical day. And during the semester, I have a weekday typical day. And then I have my Saturdays and Sundays I don't necessarily need to talk about. That's mainly just a day for for church and for family. But I, I guess I will say about Sundays is that I try to manage my time in such a way that um, Sundays will not require me to um, be distracted by my work, I guess, uh, because there was a time where, you know, when we were ha- having Sunday lunch with my family, uh, with my parents and and such, I would be, you know, eating lunch and then immediately getting on my computer to grade papers or do lesson planning. And I've decided that's not something I, I want to do. So, um, so during the week uh, in the summer, I pretty much I will get up about the time my husband leaves for work and I will, um, I allow myself a little bit of time on my phone when I first wake up. I am technically a millennial and, you know, there's some insecurity issues with not having the phone blanket there, but I, I try to limit myself is the key is I try to give myself about 15 minutes on my phone to check my emails and look at Facebook, maybe watch a YouTube video, whatever I want to do. And then I'll go ahead and get up and I make sure I have uh, some time to get ready for the day, Um, eat breakfast while I read my Bible or something, maybe do a little journaling. Um, And then I will go somewhere to do work. Um, Usually I go to Starbucks or I go to Barnes & Noble or something like that. Um, and I'll do work for a while, maybe come back home, eat lunch, uh, maybe do some work from home, maybe do some recording. Um, it, uh, you know, 
during the summer, my days are a lot more variable. Um, and I try to be done with all my work by the time my husband gets home at about 530. Um, and I do still have a lot of work to do as a lecturer during the summer. Some people think, you know, uh, it's nice to have summers off, which it is, but there still is plenty to be done. Um, and during the school year, I basically have the same morning routine, but then, of course, I'm going to classes uh, and office hours and things like that um, about until the time Matt gets home. And on Saturdays, um, we usually... Uh, you know, I wake up and we usually spend some time together on Saturdays. Me and my husband do. We'll get up and, and eat breakfast next to each other and read our Bibles like I was talking about. But then we'll usually go somewhere together. Um, he's currently working on a master's degree as well. Uh, and so we'll go somewhere together and um, work on homework and we also often have our business meetings for our record label uh, on Saturdays. And um, we'll also uh, just take care of things around the house and things like that, like, a, like anybody would, I guess. <laughs> sure. So do you have, uh, you mentioned you have a, a bit of a morning routine to kind of get your day started off. Mm-hmm. Do you have an evening routine that you follow to sort of wind down for the day or prepare for the next day? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I probably should have more of one, <laughs> but I, really the only thing that I really make sure that I do in the evening is right before I go to bed, I usually will take a look at what I have to do for the next day and I'll make sure that whatever I kind of have scheduled looks right. And if there's anything that needs to be changed, I change that. And then I'll just read a book um, until I fall asleep so that I kind of get some time away from the screen before I go to bed. I make sure I just, you know, set my phone and my computer and everything aside and just read a little bit. Great. Well, so, so, you know, every person's life is a little different, presents different challenges as far as staying productive, getting those things done that really matter. You have a lot of different things you're doing. They do have the, as I said, the through line of the, the, the music connection, so to speak. But um, when it comes to managing all that, what would you say are your biggest challenges, uh, you know, in, in terms of managing all those demands and, and being productive in the way that you want to be? Yeah, Um I love this question every time you ask it <laughs> um, I, because everyone has some similarities and some differences. One of the main things that I struggle with is focusing on what truly is important. You know, like you talk about making a life that matters versus kind of just doing things, you know, mindlessly. And sometimes it's hard for me um, to really say what's important because to me, you know, Teaching my students is incredibly important. Um, my church family and God are incredibly important. My husband is important. My home is important. You know, my music is important to me. Everything is so important. So it's really hard to uh, kind of decide what should take the precedence at that moment. Um, I also struggle with being an extrovert and having that. Uh, flexibility to work from home because I love working from home. Um, and it seems great, but I am an extreme extrovert, meaning that I get um, energy from being around other people. 
And if I do not get out of the house, literally every day by two o'clock, I have no motivation and no energy and I have a headache usually and it's just miserable. So that's something that I try to deal with uh, to help me be more productive. I try to figure out ways to deal with that. And then I also have some problems with, um, you know, giving myself boundaries. A lot of people have problems with saying no to other people. You know, if, if they, if you truly can't do something for someone, you don't have enough time, whatever, being able to say no. And I struggle with that as well. And I really, I struggle with the balance though, because sometimes I struggle to say no. And now I've gotten to where I'm better at saying no. And now I don't, you know, there's sometimes when, I say no, and then I think, I should have done that for that person. You know, I should have just taken the time. Because sometimes when I schedule every moment of my day, it can tend to make me a little inflexible. Um, So those are kind of the, I guess, the main uh, three struggles I can think of. And I I feel like I thought of another one. But if I if I think of it again, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, that's, it's so interesting. I think you may be one of the first people that I've spoken to on this show who've identified themselves as an extrovert. Um, And to an introvert like me, you're a rare and wonderful creature. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can tell by how much I I talk. (laughs) Well, you know, it's just funny because I, I love people. I love being around people. But you know, the I'm the opposite of you in the sense that I energize by my alone time. And mm-hmm. so I could happily, you know, be at home, work at home by myself all day long and be perfectly content, um, you know, which isn't to say you don't get lonely, but but it's to me, it's energizing to have that time to kind of go off and think, be in, in my head and do the things. And so for you, um, you actually need to go find ways to interact with other people in order to stay motivated and stay energized. And I think it's really valuable for people to hear those differences. It's not a matter of shyness or, you know, social awkwardness on one side or the other. It's just a different way of, of re-energizing and re-motivating yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And even the the strange thing is I don't even talking to people helps me, but I enjoy being in my own head and all of that too. But I, I don't know why. I guess it's maybe the lack of just external stimulation of some sort or another. But I really, even if I get out and I don't talk to anyone, it just helps me um, to be in the presence of other people. I don't know. It's very odd. (laughs) And so you're one of those people who would would be happily sitting at a table at Starbucks, um, working on your stuff and not necessarily talking to anybody, Mm -hmm. but just with the the people around. Yeah, interesting. Absolutely. Um, Given the challenges that you described, do you have, um, you know, the things that you're working on in terms of of finding how to prioritize the different important areas of your life that, and I think it's great that you're aware of what's important to you. And, and so finding ways to prioritize those things and know what's the right thing to be focused on at this moment. And, and the other things that you talked about, do you have a, a routines or systems in place to deal with those or tools that you use to, to deal with those challenges? Yeah. Um, so to help me with the, with prioritizing what's important, 
Um, one thing, and I don't know honestly where I found this. I'm a big researcher, so I'm sure I found it, you know, somewhere on the internet. But I've found different people suggesting the idea of choosing top three, a top three things you want to get done every day. And that's really helpful to me when I get overwhelmed and I have a day that's just chock full of things to do. And I'm thinking there's no way I can get all this done. Um, it's really not that complex to me. I mean, there's not this, you don't have to really, really think about it. Usually I can pretty easily just identify these are the three things that absolutely have to get done today. And if those are the only things I get done today, then that's just fine. And if it's only one thing that's absolutely essential, then it's only a top one for that day, you know. And then and then that gives me even more of a, a sense of, um, you know, okay, I have to get this one thing done today. And if nothing else gets done, I can every everything else that I have to do can be pushed to tomorrow if necessary. And, um, you know, not to say you should procrastinate, but I think sometimes we try to cram, you know, I try to cram 10 two hour tasks into one day. And it's like, that's just not gonna work, you know. So if I can just narrow it down, to three things that absolutely have to get done that day, um, then that's fine. And it, and it, even if they're not urgent, you know, if they're just important things, I need to get done in the next two weeks. But I, then I choose the most important things. Um, so uh, that's probably the most helpful tool I found uh, in terms of that stuff. Um, uh, in terms of my extroversion stuff, uh, you know, just going to places obviously is helpful, but I'm still looking. So if anyone else has any ideas, you know, there are a limited number of places where you can go like Starbucks and Barnes and Noble. And, you know, there are a few other little coffee shops. Um, but without spending, you know, hundreds of dollars every month renting out a spot or even just spending money every day to go get a coffee at Starbucks, you know, it's like I, I would I would like more suggestions on on ways that I can get out of the house and, and places to go with that. Um, but I, I'm doing my best to to find places that will work for me. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. Let's see. Um, I do a lot of time blocking, and like I said, sometimes that can make me uh, inflexible, but I think that's really help. That's very helpful to me um, to just say, I have an hour to get this task done, and if I don't get it done, then I have to move on to the next task, um, you know, and I'll stick that task in tomorrow or whatever. So um, I like to do that just to make sure, you know, I, I don't... Um, overextend myself too much and say, oh, this task will only take an hour and then I spend three hours on it, you know, um, and then I'm way behind on everything. So I try to limit myself a lot um, in terms of my blocks of time that I have to use. When you do your time blocking, do you actually put it on a calendar or is this just in your head you, you have allocated certain parts of the day for certain activities? Uh, I, I don't have the capacity to do that in my head. <laughs> I'm a, uh, I can't hold all that in my brain at one time. So, um, I, I've just the past little bit, I've been using this app called week plan 
Um, and that is a really neat app where you can you can show well it's in a website too um, but you can have different areas of your life like I have my area where I'm a lecturer and I have my area where I'm anything I need to do for my home life and where I'm a student and all these things Um, and you can put to do's there and then you can drag them onto the calendar and say how long you think they'll take and what time uh, you want to do them and things like that and so I've been using that um, but I also I kind of go I've been playing with the idea of doing doing things fully digitally but I use a bullet journal uh, kind of slash traveler's notebook system and within that I always have a, a page for each day and on one side I have my task list so I'll just dump any tasks I need to do that day in there and then on the other side I'll have actually my schedule with the hours uh, down the side and so then uh, that way I, I was having trouble because for example I might have two hours of office hour time and when I was using a passion planner you know I just put office hours there uh, but then I wouldn't have the room to write down all the things I would need to get done in those two hours so instead I just decided to you know kind of have two sides I have my tasks and I have my schedule and that gives me a little bit of room to you know I can draw lines between uh, the time on my schedule and the tasks I want to get done or whatever. Um, and, and so that gives me, you know, I might put on my schedule side, for example, you know, go to Starbucks at nine o'clock. And then on the right hand side where I have my tasks, I'll have the three things I want to get done. So, um, that's kind of how I do that. But like I said, I, I may actually end up fully switching to week plan. That's pretty new to me. But I was searching and searching trying to find a, a computer or phone-based uh, digital system that would actually allow me to block out that time, but also in, in terms of tasks. You know, um, I'm just, I guess I'm a very detailed person in that way. Um, because if I'm not, I'll just, you know, pick up my phone and be scrolling through Facebook or whatever and, and, you know, be trying to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> and it's like, I, I have to kind of micromanage myself a little bit to get things done. Uh, the week plan site, you sent me the link for that. I'll be sure and put that in the show notes. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one that I had not heard of, but your description of it sounds really interesting for someone who's trying to, um, I hate to use the word juggle, and I'm not sure balance is right, <laughs> but just manage un- manage a lot of uh, different roles and a different commitments and and needs a visual tool where they where you can kind of see what it all looks like. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that might be something really useful to that sort of person. Um, for for me, you know, I, I like lists, but sometimes I, I need to see it on a calendar. Um, you know, kind yeah. of where my time is going to go. And I'm a big fan of when you've got a big goal or a project that you're working toward. The way to to make progress on it is to schedule specific time to work on it and make that appointment with yourself and put it on the calendar schedule around it and i use i use a digital calendar for that and i have different colors for you know personal stuff and my law practice stuff and productive woman stuff those are all different colors Mm -hmm. and that lets me kind of look at my my calendar and say "Eh, a little out of balance everything's law practice this week maybe need to you know schedule in some some personal time or whatever. 
So that's helpful for me from from the visual perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Color coding helps me a lot too. And that week plan has that as well. And um, uh, yeah, I think I think the reason why it's so important to me to time block out everything is probably essentially because almost everything I do is project based. I mean, even as a teacher, as a lecturer, you know, every course feels like a huge project. You know, you have to get together the syllabus, you have to figure out what your assignments are going to be, you have to make tests, you have to, you know, grade everything, you have to get your grade book set up in the first place, you have to plan lectures, you know, discussions, whatever. So there are these giant projects with all these little tiny tasks within them. And so everything, it's like, I just need to set aside 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it is and just work on it. Um, because I think the, the first few years of my teaching, I really struggled. Um, you know, I was working till 11 p.m. Uh, regularly during the week. And my poor husband is like, <laughs> what happened to my wife? You know, where are you? Because <laughs> um, uh, I would just be at home working away, you know. And I just finally realized, you know, it's like I have to set for one thing, I have to set time limits for myself. I You could work on a course mm-hmm. indefinitely and, you know, continue to make it better and better. Um, but there's a point at which you have to say, OK, <laughs> you know, I need to stop for the sake of my sanity. So <laughs> uh, so I, yeah. I really have to um, give myself boundaries uh, with my time like that. Yeah, I can see how that could be a really valuable approach to take for those of us who who have, you know, if there's a a project you're working on that you feel really strongly about, whether it's just a commitment to it or it's something you're really passionate about, it's easy to let it take over your whole life, uh, trying to, you know, your whole day and spend all the time on that and maybe to the detriment of other things that matter to you as well. So creating those time blocks and not only to say this is when I'm going to do it, but this is, this is when I'm going to stop. Right. Yeah. It helps to get started, you know, to get myself started on it so that I don't procrastinate until, you know, I, you know, it's the last week of school and I have final grades due and I have to grade a million things, but yeah. So I also have, have a good uh, stopping point being passionate about just about everything in my life makes, I think that's part of what makes it difficult for me. So I I think it's great that you are aware of those things about yourself and that you have intentionally developed some, some systems and some tools to deal with those things. You shared some other things with me, which um, tools and, and resources that you like, and I'll be sure and put those links in the show notes. But rather than make this a, a you know a two hour podcast episode, we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll just we'll rely on that. I really I, I I love this the this week plan tool that you've shared. I'm really looking forward to looking into that and kind of the perspective you've given on why you use it, how you use it, and the the tools the way the tool helps you. So so you've got all this stuff going on. You've developed systems and routines and and found tools that help you manage all of that. But I got to ask, because I ask everyone, every <laughs> guest, even with all these systems and with your, you know, what sounds like a really positive attitude toward managing all this and, and the things that you're passionate about doing, still, 
Do you ever have a day when it all gets away from you or you get completely stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track? Yes, I'm waiting for the day when someone says no to that question. <laughs> we all will want to know their secret. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, I do have those days. And um, especially in the summer, it's really easy to have those days because I don't have, you know, anyone looking over my shoulder, making sure I get things done. Um but, you know, again, I'll say the best, the the most important thing for me to do on those days is to get out of my house. Um, and, you know, if I can't get out of my house for whatever reason, you know, then then the best thing I can do usually is to maybe meditate for a minute, just go out in the back porch and and just take some deep breaths and and let my thoughts wander a little bit. I, I meditate in a different way than, than some people. I don't try to clear my thoughts, um, but rather I kind of let them come up and acknowledge them and let them go. And, and, um, and to me, that's more helpful. If I clear my thoughts, then I get so zenned out that I get annoyed if anyone talks to me. <laughs> but... Um, but I, I let myself have those thoughts. So meditation helps me a lot. Just five minutes. I don't do anything intense, um, but that helps me a lot. And, and um, you know, sometimes along the same lines, you know, I might pray or, or read a little bit. Um, and if I get out, you know, sometimes I, I also think it's important to have to kind of balance things. So if if things totally get away from me, sometimes I take it as kind of a sign that I need to um, enjoy myself a little bit. Like maybe I'm, I'm stressed and that's part of why I'm, you know, I've let things kind of, I've not been really managing my time well. And so sometimes I just need to go and, you know, thankfully I have the flexibility to usually just go out and, you know, go to, go to the store for a few minutes, you know, go to Target or something and look at their planner supplies because I'm a nerd like that, you know, whatever. But just just go somewhere and enjoy myself for a few minutes and kind of, like I said, let my mind wander and do something fun. And then sometimes, you know, I can go somewhere and sit down uh, out in public and really get to work. Um, but sometimes, you know, I just need to give myself a little bit of a break and, uh, you know, I think it's important to acknowledge that that's okay to do. And even if you feel like you can't do it, you know, usually really, if you look at everything you have to do and you say, okay, really, is it okay if I push this to tomorrow? And a lot of the time, I mean, it depends on your life. But for me, a lot of the time it is okay. You know, yeah, I would like to have those papers back to my students today or whatever. But is it okay if I give them back the next class period? Sure. You know, that's fine. So I try to give myself that flexibility to kind of just enjoy things a little bit, take a few deep breaths. Remember that, you know, whatever little task I have to do, like you say so often on the podcast, it doesn't determine my value as a person, whether or not I get that task done. So, you know, it's okay to not get it done right this very moment. Um, and, you know, sometimes it helps me just to get a new perspective again and think back about what really, you know, is the important, uh, what really are the important things in my life? And is this really worth uh 
being so worried about that today, you know, I didn't get everything done that I wanted to or whatever. That That's such a great uh, reminder for most of us. The things that we're stressing out about um, probably are not going to be, you know, earth shattering unless we are like actively doing CPR on somebody right. or something like that. Probably most of us, what whatever it is that we're doing that has us overwhelmed and and flipping out, can probably wait, and and you know n- nobody's life is on the line for it. And to take a step back and look at that and take a breath and and give ourselves permission to say, you know what, today it's just too much, and I'm going to start fresh tomorrow, or whatever you know whatever. Uh, approach you take to it, I think it's important to to give ourselves permission to do that. So I appreciate that. After that minute of of taking deep breaths and letting my mind wander, um, sometimes I need to take the rest of the day and, and just come back tomorrow. But sometimes just allowing myself the freedom and saying, you know what, if I got nothing else done today, it would be fine. Sometimes just giving myself that thought helps me to be able to go back to work because, you know, sometimes it's just the stress that makes me want to quit. You know, it's not really the tasks themselves or that I can't do them. It's just the overwhelm, you know, that that comes. So, yeah, that that feeling. Sometimes we're running away from that feeling that that literally the physical effects of stress rather than whatever it is we're doing that's leading to it. So that's a great reminder. So, Sephra, this is so helpful to hear all of this. I, I want to find out, um, well, first of all, I should say that unlike some of my guests, you are, you are not somebody who reached out and pitched to come and be on the show. You are someone who listens to the show and commented on something, and I reached out to you. And I've had such a, a good time getting to know a little bit about who you are and how you manage your life and all that. What is on the horizon for you? We talked a little bit about it earlier. As we're recording this, it's kind of early in August, but but this show, as people are listening to it, it's going to be later in August. And I know there's some fun stuff coming up in between that now and when folks get to hear it. Yeah. um, Well, first of all, I have to say, yes, I was so excited that you asked me to be on your podcast. You know, I... I had I've been listening to your podcast for quite a while and I had thought before, you know, maybe it's a sign of my extroversion. I don't know, but I had thought it would be so fun to be able to be on her podcast and talk with her about these things and whatever. And and I was so excited when you asked me to. I thought, "Oh, that's awesome." Cuz I didn't, you know, as a as a, a 20 how old am I? 28. <laughs> as a 28-year-old uh, woman, you know, I don't necessarily feel like I, I have too much to offer because I don't have kids or anything yet. You know, I feel overwhelmed, but, but compared to other people's lives, sometimes, you know, I feel like I, I don't have, um, as much to manage as, as some people, but I have a, a fair amount of things going on. But anyway, I just, I, I thought it was awesome to be invited. I, I was so excited. Um, in terms of things coming up for me, the biggest thing coming up for me is my album release that I mentioned earlier. Um, it's called Pieces of Schema, and it will be out on August 22nd. So it should be out before 
this podcast comes out. And so uh, if if people want to see that, you should be able to go to Sephra, well, sorry, to schmorecords.com, S-H-M-O-E records.com slash Sephra, S-E-P-H-R-A. Um, and you'll find links to everything there. I'm really excited about this project. It's like, I've called it the opposite of a concept album <laughs> um, because the idea is that every track kind of takes a different perspective musically. Um, so it's a it, it should be a really exciting album. Uh, I haven't uh, put out any music in quite some time um, due to different professional things going on and 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 legal things and things like that but but I finally am putting new stuff out and kind of rebranding myself as an artist so I'm really excited uh, for this release and so I hope people will check that out and that's the biggest thing coming up for me other than uh, really uh, getting going on my masters in experimental psych so <laughs> Sounds very cool. I look forward to hearing uh, hearing your music. I, the, I told you before we started, my husband's a musician, so mm-hmm. I'm always interested. Lots of our friends are musicians, and, and it's always fun to see what folks are doing. So we'll be sure and put links to that sort of thing in the show notes. Um, so besides the site that you just mentioned where people will be able to check out your new recording, if if people want to get in touch with you or connect with you online, where's where's the best place for them to find you? Um, probably the best uh, way for people to contact me um, is either through Facebook or through email. And um, my name is Sephra, S-E-P-H-R-A, Schuber, S-C-H-E-U-B-E-R. I have a really difficult name, but you can find me on Facebook. I'm a part of the Productive Woman group. I love the group. Um, and uh, you could also email me at sephramusic at gmail.com. Um, and I'm glad to to talk with people about about anything that, you know, I'm doing Um about being a lecturer, about being a musician, about running a studio, whatever. <laughs> okay. Because you're an extrovert and you like connecting with I people. I do. <laughs> so. Yeah. So that's great. And again, we'll put, I'll put links to all those places into the show notes so anybody who wants to connect with you can do that. So before we go, uh, as always, I wonder if you have any last words for the listener who might be looking for a little help or a little encouragement in getting things done and making a life that matters. Do you have any thoughts for that listener? Um, I think my best advice for that from my perspective is to experiment and just find what works for you. And it might take time um, might take trying a lot of different things and you might have some, some slips and falls here and there um, when you're experimenting with different things. But I think it's worth it because when you find some systems that work well for you, uh, it, make, it can make things a lot easier. So um, just try things. See what, see what fits. Excellent advice. Thank you so much, Sephra. Thank you, Laura. 
I really appreciated Sephra being willing to take time to talk with me for all our benefit, to share her thoughts on how she manages her busy life and for her great suggestions and ideas for the rest of us. Um, you know, Sephra is not somebody who pitched uh, herself as a guest on the show. I reached out to her as a listener to the show and really enjoyed talking with her and getting to know her. But what do you think? Do you have any questions for Sephra? Any thoughts that kind of came up on your mind as you were listening to our conversation? I'd love to hear from you. I know Sephra would be happy to hear from you as well. You can share your feedback in a number of ways. Um, Certainly share your questions or thoughts in the comments section of the show notes for this episode. You find that on the website by going to theproductivewoman.com slash 155. You can also post a comment or a question on the Productive Woman Facebook page or in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. Sephra is a member of that community. So if you have thoughts for her, you can tag her and I know she'll jump in because she participates in the conversations there all the time. If you want to share your thoughts with me privately, as always, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and I would love to hear from you. Uh, Before we go, I want to say a shout out to our sponsor, Alt-MBA. This is that intensive leadership and management workshop. It's an immersive four-week online experience that has you working with other leaders in a variety of of industries and, and fields. Some of them are freelancers. Some of them are employees at corporations that you've heard of. And together you work on these hands-on projects. So you're not sitting and watching videos, but you're actually doing projects like you might do in an MBA type program, um, applying the things that you're learning, building a body of work that demonstrates that you're learning and growing in skill. Uh, it's it's just a great alternative to the traditional MBA program. If your goals for yourself as a, as a professional, uh, as a business person include the need to improve your management and leadership skills, this is such a good alternative. And I encourage you to check it out. They are accepting applications for the upcoming sessions. So to find out more, go to altmba.com slash productive women. So that's altmba.com forward slash productive women. And for special consideration, when you fill out the application, be sure to mention this podcast and tell them I sent you. And then if you are running a business uh, and need to track the finances, definitely check out our other sponsor, FreshBooks. Take advantage of their special offer to you of a free 30-day unrestricted trial of their cloud accounting service. Keep track of your money. Try it out. Put it through its paces. I think you're going to be impressed. Visit freshbooks.com slash woman and enter the productive woman in their how did you hear about us section. And thank you so much to FreshBooks and Alta MBA for supporting the productive woman. Um, one, this is kind of the last call for um, members of, uh, if you're interested in joining me in a mastermind group for the fall of 2017. Um, if you miss that time that, you know, if the groups are already filled by the time you apply, um, I will keep your, your application on file. I will start new, uh, new groups after the first of the year. 
Um, but if you're looking for support, ideas, accountability in identifying and pursuing your goals and, and making a life that matters, I would love to be part of that and work with you. Go to the uh, Work With Me page on the website to learn more about the mastermind groups. You'll find a link there for the very short online application, but also um, personalized one-on-one coaching, productivity coaching. If that sounds more appealing to you than working in a small group, I love the masterminds, but I also love working one-on-one with women to help you really develop um, a clear understanding of what your goals are and what your path is to accomplishing them. So visit theproductivewoman.com slash services to learn more about ways we can work together. And I'd love to do that. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and with Sephra. I hope you enjoyed the conversation we had as much as I did. I hope you found something in it that you can take away as encouragement or practical help that you can put into effect in your own life. I'd love to hear from you if that's the case. So definitely email me. And until then, I do, um, I do look forward to talking with you again very soon. So till next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.